This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade. This is Bryce Jacob, your host, president of J.S. Brown & Company, where each week we discuss the remodeling landscape in central Ohio. If there's a topic that you'd like to learn more about or you have a question you'd like answered during the show, email us at abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com. So, Greg, here we go again. Another week, another great topic, a fun one today, as a matter of fact. But all this stuff's now starting to build up. You're getting an mm-hmm. arsenal of vocabulary. Your marriage is just thriving, I'm sure. Yeah, well, especially after last week, it was a, a bit of a, a drinking game. Yes. So it was a win-win, because by the time we were done listening to the episode, my wife and I were a little tipsy. Yeah. Do so. you remember... Uh, Anything from that? It didn't matter because she was drunk by the end of the episode. (laughs) That was good. Well, if you remember, if you missed that episode, folks, and you're going to be at home and you want to have a little drinking game, we talked about wine cellars, and every time we mentioned the name, uh, the word wine, you had to take a drink. It was neat. So I think it was probably about a five bottle conversation. (laughs) It was cool. It did get my wife's imagination uh, revved up about what, what we could do. Yeah. Okay, the, well, we'll, we'll leave cellar. it at that. Yeah. This is, uh, this with is the a, wine cellar, Bryce. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. Come on. We'll this just leave it at that. Show, we'll keep Bryce. it clean. It is a family <laughs> show. You know, Greg, what happens when the sun shines? Well, yeah. You know what it makes me think of? Well, summer. summer the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. <laughs> baseball games. Right, It yeah. makes me think I'm not in Ohio. <laughs> yes. Good pair of sunglasses, all these things. But it makes me think about solar power. Ah, so that's a good lead-in for what we're going to talk about today. So, got a couple guests with us in the studio today who are going to be uh, educating us quite a bit. Um, I've got Zach Weiber, and he's the director of operations for Icon Solar Power LLC. And by his side is one of his loyal customers, Margie Reif. So, both of them are with me. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I appreciate you inviting me up here. Always uh, jump at a chance to talk about about solar and yeah. how it can how it can benefit people. Yeah, well, I mean, the sun is shining brightly today, which is a, a good bonus for us. And you've got a customer who's someone I happen to I know, do. Margie Reif. Hi. Hi, Bryce. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to have both of you on because Margie can speak today from the customer's viewpoint. She even has her electric bill, which, you know, we, we need to put this on YouTube so people can actually look at your bill and see that it's true what you're going to tell us today. But there's some good information. Of course, Zach smiling ear to ear because he had a lot to do with impacting that lower electric bill. So I thought we'd talk about solar power today and get to know you a little bit, Zach. Uh, what you don't see in Zach is about 6'10". Is that about right? 6'9". Six, 6'9". Six, six, so yeah, right. yeah, I'm not going to stretch anymore than yeah, I already am. He's a man we look up to in many ways. <laughs> and so I learned a little bit about you. Played basketball uh-huh. uh, at Bowling Green and tra- transferred to, was it Western Kentucky? Or Northern or, Kentucky. Northern Kentucky. Right. right. And uh, and you played some ball there, which is good. Went, mm-hmm. went to good use. So do you watch much basketball now? I do. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a Cavs fan. Yeah. I guess I'm more of a LeBron fan. I've been following yeah. him around, but uh, you might yeah. have to follow him somewhere else now. Huh? I, I know that's <laughs> that's what it's looking like, but uh, yeah, I love watching uh, basketball, especially during the the finals when you got the best players in the world playing yeah. the best they can play. That's always a neat thing to watch. Yeah, I've always uh, I've always wondered, you know, especially basketball. If everyone sees it the same way I do. I played soccer, and so I like watching World Cup, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always amazing to watch how well those guys play i don't know if you feel the same way but you were one of them maybe not an nba yeah it, it's real neat I don't, I don't follow the nba too much during the year um you know there's a lot of games a lot of playing um but man when you get to the playoffs it's a 
it's a whole nother level and it's yeah. always fun to watch. Yeah. And then there's Margie, who's an athletic specimen herself. I was not a basketball player. No. No. All right. My whole five foot two statue here was not <laughs> not quite there. But curling, boy, no one could do it the same, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Well, um, so let's uh, let's talk about how you got into this field from basketball and in school. Was this a, just a passion that you had for uh, using you know energy conservation? Or no, no, it wasn't. Um, you know, I think part of the reason that I'm that I'm in it now has to do with where I was before. You know, I I, I came from the finance background. Uh, you know, I did mortgage finance both on the broker side and on the lending side uh, for the years since I graduated. The last nine years. Um, we we've actually been doing solar so it makes us sort of a dinosaur in the in the industry at least in the midwest mm -hmm. um but you know solar it, there's a lot of reasons that people are interested in solar there's a lot of reasons motivations that that people do it um myself and my partner are both motivated by the financial benefits of solar right. which is calculable calculable mm -hmm. However you say that. Use that one, word. Greg, that's yeah. a good word for you to use with your word. Um, but, you know, other people have different motivations for it. But, um, you know, the, the easiest way is to see how it affects your checkbook. And, you yeah. know, it's if if you understand and you understand what, what it's doing and how it works, um, you know, you see that you're just taking money that you're already spending with the utility and spend it somewhere else. And the the cost of that electricity that your system produces is generally about half or or a third of what you would spend with mm -hmm. the utility over the same mm -hmm. over the same time frame, and you know it makes it it, it changes it from what tr people would traditionally think of as an investment to just reallocating their money and you know paying somebody else and they're paying yourself back instead of right. giving that money to the utility. Right. So we'll get into the nitty gritties of that, but just mm -hmm. get kind of in a nutshell, shed some light on what Icon Solar Power does. Yeah, we um we are a full turnkey installation company and we operate in Ohio, Kentucky and Indiana. We go as far north as the greater Columbus area. Um, we go south into Lexington and Louisville, Kentucky and north and west into the Indianapolis, greater Indianapolis, Bloomington, Muncie area. Mm -hmm. And um, this, this year we're coming up on our thousandth install um, residentially, which is a, a big milestone in the in the industry. No matter where you're at, whether you're in in uh, Arizona or here in uh, here in Columbus or Cincinnati, it's a it's, it's a lot of systems. So a lot of people don't really see it out there. Everybody thinks that they're you know I don't want to be the guinea pig. I don't want to be the one to do it. But there's a lot of solar out there, uh, especially in Ohio. Yeah. <clears throat> which is hard to believe because I think when you live in Ohio and you look out your window, uh, most times it's a little gray mm -hmm. and we're always, you know, pining to see a little bit of the sun. We don't see enough of it around here. So I've never really thought of Ohio as a prime solar capturing state. So I would have thought you'd be, you know, starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, one of the things that we go over with our customers, uh, you know, is, is how their system will produce and, you know, based on where it's facing and how much shade they've got or whatever it might be that their, uh, their particular setup might be, uh, might, might have in terms of efficiencies, but the amount of sunlight that we get, the amount of peak hours of sun is about four and a half hours per day on an annual basis. Now in the summer we're you know, we get a lot more than that in the winter, we get a lot less, but that that number is only about one hour different than what Florida gets in mm. a lot of parts of Florida. So you know the sunshine state. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Sunshine State. That's right. That's interesting. So now, do do you need full sun for these to charge, or do you? They'll charge even when they're, it's a cloudy sky? Yeah, they will. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, we actually have a demonstration system in our office, and it's on the inside of the building, mm-hmm. and there's enough ambient light from just the, you know, just the outside. Mm. It's enough to at yeah. least turn the, the inverters on and convert, start converting the DC power over to AC power. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, the, the clouds certainly have something to do with it, but, you know, you're still making some power even when it's raining. Yeah. I can vouch for that too. Yeah. So you don't really need sunshine more as you need daylight. So even in the daylight, Mm. if it's cloudy, you're still producing something. It doesn't have to be a bright sunny day. That definitely helps, but it doesn't shut off because it's a cloudy day. So Margie, why, why did you, why'd you contact Zach? Um, I'm a, I've been interested in solar power for a while and, and about two years ago. Kind of like a solar geek. I am. I I, I know. you know, I'll, I'll start talking about this and I totally geek out about it. <laughs> so um, my husband and I, my family, we moved from the city to a rural area about two years ago. And I was under the misconception in the, in the city that it wouldn't work as well. Where I'm at now, um, I'm out in a rural area. I have uh, three sides. I'm surrounded by cornfield. My closest neighbor is probably a thousand yards away. So um, I have no obstacles in the way, no trees, no high-rise buildings, mm-hmm. nothing else. And I thought, well, this is perfect. We have a, a great south-facing roof, and what better way to capture that energy than to put a whole uh, solar array on that? So you did it. I did. Pulled the trigger. I, I contacted Icon Solar, and uh, they came out and talked to me, and w- we decided within, yeah, right away, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, is it a, it's a good investment so far? It definitely is a good investment. And you mentioned my electric bill yeah. earlier, and I do have it here in front of me. And now taking consideration that we're in that sweet spot where, you know, it's, it was warm enough that we didn't need the, the heater on and cool enough that we didn't quite need, you know, the AC or vice versa on that yet. So this is my electric bill that ran from April 26th to May 24th. And my total bill is $7 and 62 cents. Oh, wow. Well, let me turn that over. And right here I have a customer charge from AEP that's $8 and 40 cents. So AEP charged me $8 and 40 cents just for being a customer. And my whole bill is $7 and 62 cents. Yeah. So, I didn't have any costs due to energy. So what would that have been before the solar panels? I'm curious. Um, now your customer, so I have you're still an $8.40 customer, I'm sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even then. Right. Now, um, we moved into a 2,200 square foot ranch house with a full basement underneath. Uh, and we use the basement quite often. So we're heating or cooling 4,000 square feet mm-hmm. of one time or another. Um, if we're in the summertime where the air conditioning's running nonstop, it was probably two forty to two fifty a month electric bill. Mm. In the wintertime, about hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. Um, my highest electric bill this winter was sixty dollars. Uh, the average one was right around twenty dollars during the winter months. Mm. The summertime, I think I paid twenty dollars the whole last summer. That's you know wow. June through September. There's, there's a good reason. Yeah, I can see why you do this just for the financial aspect of it. You know, what, what could save people because, mm-hmm. you know, I think about my electric bills 
and I don't like to think about them, you know, because they're just so gosh darn expensive. You know, they're ridiculous. I actually called the power company. And I said, look, you know, are there other houses tapped into mine? Because, you know, this winter and my house isn't, it's not that big. It's about 3,200 square feet. And uh, my bill's 650 to 700 a oh, month. Wow. So, yeah, a wow is big, especially when I opened the darn envelope. We had one month where it was $1,300 just for electric. And I was like, you know, we have windows and, uh, and I, I don't understand it. So I'm perplexed. And that's why tonight, today's topic is really interesting to me because I'm trying to find ways personally to conserve energy. And, um, you know, because my house is a tough nut to crack. You know, it's an older home. Uh, it probably has some poor insulation without question. But, you know, we have a heat pump that runs you know, on our, on our, uh, for, for heat. And, um, I know that that, that costs a little bit more to run, but you know, I, my house, I, you know, we set it at 68 degrees. So it's not even that we're making it that warm. It's just ridiculous. But you know, and I, I don't know what my, they should, they should pay me for being their customer because, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't have an $8 and 40 cent charge. I should right, get a credit right. because I'm such a great customer to them. <laughs> so I don't see that happening anyway. Um, so I'm curious, I've heard rumors that if you have enough panels or you have enough energy um, conserving methods that you can actually turn your meter backwards. And is it true that the electric company will send you a check or do they do a credit or how do they handle that if you're actually not using their energy, they're using yours? So I have two meters on my home. One measures the energy going out and one measures the energy coming in through my solar panel. Is that what panels. you put on, Zach? To the, 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 utility, other meter? the okay. utility would do that. Okay. So AEP, when they do a meter reading, they, they read both meters and I pay the difference in that, mm -hmm. in that meter. Now, there are sometimes, some months that I am producing more energy than I am using. And like AEP, today, right now, you're probably, probably just raking it in. Nobody at home. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. So just, yeah. Power's the off in the out. house, but man, it's just loading up. It yeah. is. I can just see that meter spinning <laughs> That's in, the, awesome. in the right direction. Yeah. So um, they come out and they take the difference between those two meters. There are some days, like I said, that I'm producing more than I'm using. And AEP doesn't send me a check. What they do is they give me a credit. And it's a dollar for dollar credit on what on those kilowatts. So in the wintertime, when I am using more than I'm producing, I can then use those credits that I've stored in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Can you raise your rates to them? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're pretty lucky in Ohio that AEP does do that dollar for dollar credit. There's yeah. other states that that don't allow that, that they take take the energy that the solar is producing and and they only credit the client, the customer, a percentage or a fraction mm -hmm. of that. And then when the that uh, customer then uses energy from the grid, they charge them full price for the energy. So Ohio, we're pretty lucky. So how is the energy stored? Uh, well, on on traditional systems, on I would say ninety nine percent of the systems that we put up, there is no storage. Um, okay. the, the excess energy is sent back to the grid, just like Margie mm -hmm. was talking about. Mm -hmm. So in times where your system's producing more power than what your house is using, that excess energy is going back to the grid and actually, it's actually going, you know, back through the, through the meter, through the lines and, and ran through your neighbor's, you know, utility meter. Mm -hmm. And, and the times where you're a net user, where you using more power, than what your system is producing, you purchase that, that energy, the difference from the utility. Mm -hmm. 
you know, in, in like like Margie said, in net metering uh, in Ohio, the 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 public utilities are required to uh, take that excess energy and uh, credit it back to you in times of low light or in the evening time when you're not when the sun's not out shining. Okay. So, you know, now's a pretty good time for us to give a tip to everyone because right now everyone's here in solar. They probably turn the show off to go outside and see the sun. <laughs> but uh, if they know any better, this is a podcast. We did this some time ago and we won't say when, but it might be raining out right now for all, all we know. So anyway, stay, you want to stay tuned and, and listen to this because we've got a good tip for the week. It's time for the tip of the week. Want to save energy? Install a programmable thermostat and go with the simple three degree rule. Program the thermostat to increase by three degrees when you leave the home in the summer and three degrees lower in the winter. Fix the temperature by three degrees less for the entire time you are on vacation. This can save 10% off your electric bill annually. That tip was from Zach. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you're not using it, man, it's a moment to applaud. Yeah. And you didn't even have to sell a solar panel (laughs) for that tip. That was like free advice. I know those are easy ones. You know, that's probably why the solar company has a customer charge. You do the same thing. Uh-huh. You know you're going to give free advice. It isn't really free. <laughs> so, all right. So we've got Ohio. It's actually a good market for it. I didn't know that. That's kind of nice. that We only have about one hour less per day average of, of good sunlight, which, you know, I can live with that. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You still get a nice suntan or sunburn around here. Uh, so how expensive are these systems to put in? No, that's a that's a good question. That's a common question. That's something that we get uh, an awful lot. And um, you know, you can, there's a, a couple case studies on our website. If you, if anybody wants to go check that out, um, it's iconsolar.com. Um, but the cost of the system, it's what we do is not a one size fits all type thing. Um, you know, the the amount of solar panels that you need will be based on what your usage is. A lot of times we get the question, I live in a 2,000 square foot house or a 3,000 square foot house or an 800 square foot house. How many solar panels do I need? And, uh, you know, it, it's all based on what are you using? How much are you paying for the electricity? Uh, things like that. And generally a, a blanket answer for what does it cost is is anywhere from a half to two thirds of what you're paying right now. For, for to your utility company. So, for example, um, you know, I, I've got a little bit of an example right here that I wanted to share. Um, you know, the average home uses about 12 to 1500 kilowatt hours per month. And what that means is if your electricity rates 10 cents a kilowatt hour, you're paying about $150 a month for electricity. Um, over 25 years, this is this is usually the way we model the system is over 25 years because that's the, the the warranty time frame for the major components of the system for the solar panels for the inverters for the racking for st- all the all the major components of the system and you know if you're if you have an average household and you're spending about 150 dollars a month um over 25 years you're going to spend about 55 56 thousand dollars and uh the cost of a solar system that will produce that same amount of electricity for that particular customer will be about 19000 So what you're doing is, is basically taking, you're getting a system that will produce the same amount of electricity over the same amount of, uh, same amount of time for about a quarter of the cost. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, that's difficult to get across because people look at solar as, as an investment. You know, we've even said that term a couple times in here today, you know, is it a good investment or was it a good investment? 
And, um, you know, if you think about it, you're, you're taking the money that you're already spending. You know, it's money that you're already spending, you've put aside. It's not something that you're taking away from your remodeling job for your home or your vacation or whatever it might be. You're taking that $150 a month that you're already planning on spending to the utility and you're just going to spend it somewhere else, you know, in the terms of where I can see what people mean by investment is, well, you know, if I give you $19,000 now, I'm taking $19,000 out of my bank account. Well, you know, you can, you're paying yourself back with that $19,000, again, with, with money that you're already going to spend. And if you're comfortable with making the payments like you are to the utility right now, that's where it, you know, it can, it can get a you know, even easier in terms of, do I have to take money out of an account to, to get this? We can finance the system, you know, to where <clears throat> your payments, instead of paying X amount of dollars to AEP, you can just take that money that you would have paid there, pay it somewhere else. Yeah. But, you know, you actually get to stop making a payment so at, at right. some point than, right. yeah. than if you didn't do anything. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So are there areas you can't put these solar panels? Uh, you don't want to face them north. That's not the, the, the best way to put or the best orientation to put mm-hmm. them. You, you know, you, you, you lose about a third of your system production just on orientation if mm-hmm. you put them on the north. Um, outside of that, you know, there's really, you know, the, the best is south. Uh, cause that gets the most, the most sun. Sure. Uh, but we do a lot of East West roofs. We do a, a lot of different tilts. Um, mm-hmm. and that's one of the great things that, that we do when I say that, uh, you know, not every system, there's not a one size fit, fits all. We come to your home, we come out there and we take a look at the orientation of your roof, which direction it's facing. We take a look if you have any trees or any type of obstruction, such as a, uh, a smokestack or a neighbor's uh, antenna or something mm-hmm. like that that might be sure. up on their roof. And we, you know, we design the system and we tell you how much your system is going to produce based on all these factors. And you're able to make the decision decision from there. So how about with uh, neighborhood associations that are kind of finicky about what people put on their homes? Are there any areas you've run into that just restrict solar panels? There, there are, there are from time to time. And it's, you know, it's, it's again, because you know, they, they, they have this, they, they have a preconceived notion of what solar looks like and what it looks like today is way different than, than what it looked like just 10 years ago uh, or longer or whatever people's con- misconceptions mm-hmm. of the way it looks are. Um, but it, a, a lot of times, you know, if it's on the back of the home or in a place where it's, it's not easily seen from the street, homeowners associations don't tend to have a, a big issue with it. Is it logical for someone to get a single solar panel? Or should they really have a cluster of them? Yeah, it's not really logical. You know, yeah. when we when we first started, you know, we we thought that we could sell one solar panel. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's so many fixed costs associated with doing a, a solar install. For example, you know, the, the cost of the permit, the cost of structural engineering, the cost of the electrician to come out. Mm-hmm. Those, those costs are the same whether you put up one solar panel or if you put up 30 solar panels. Mm-hmm. And the economies of scale for those fixed costs drop dramatically the more solar panels that you add mm-hmm. to, to someone's home. So, you know, most of the time, you know, like, like uh, Margie was saying earlier, she feels, she feels that she's going to have her whole and her whole uh, quote unquote investment back mm-hmm. the, the money that she initially put in in about eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it just, uh, you know, if, if she were to put one solar panel up, 
it probably she she probably would, her, her kids yeah, would still yeah. would probably be paying for that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, the you know if you, the the more you can get up there, the more economic it is. The more money you save, the faster you save the money. All that kind of stuff. I mean, is that something that you try to do? Is pack as many in a space as you possibly can for the benefit of really reversing the meter, if you will. Well, we we put as many up. Uh, as we can to offset the usage that the customer requires. You know, again, they they, they may they may have room to put fifty solar panels up on their roof, but they may only need twenty. Okay. So in yep. in that case, we would we you know we wouldn't pack as many up there. But you know, a lot of times people don't have the space, mm-hmm. to, you know, to to do the to do the whole thing. And you know, that's uh that's another thing that that we're able to do is you know if you're not able to offset your whole bill, uh, you can still offset half of it. You know, if it's, uh, if it's a good deal to do it, to get rid of your, your whole electric bill, mathematically, I can show you very easily that it's a really good deal to do yeah. half of your electricity. Yeah. I kind of figure it like buying a house, uh, the investment. I know we spoke earlier about in the summertime, my bill was around 250 In the wintertime, 150 So my average utility bill was, electric bill was $200 a month. I take that $200 a month that I'm paying, was paying to AEP, and now pay all my solar panels. I'll have those solar panels paid off, and then I don't owe any more on the solar panels, and I don't owe any more to AEP, mm-hmm. and I, now I have that investment. It's like renting a house versus buying a house. Sure. And with sure. AEP, with the utility companies, you're renting that, that energy. With the solar panels, you're buying that energy. You know, it's 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 great that you brought that up, and you know, it's it's that type of thing that you know, and you're trying to explain how solar works and how it, you know, that you're already buying it. It's just whether or not you're going to own it, type thing. And you know, you you have a house, right? And you take out a 30 year mortgage. You know, what if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, listen, if you pay your 30 year mortgage on time for 10 years, I'm going to forgive the last 20. You don't have to make payments anymore." And that's what we're asking. That's what you're doing with your utility bill. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of constantly paying it, you know, if you're if you're making payments on a loan, you know, you make those payments for, you know, depending on the term that you that you take out. But, you know, you make your electric payment for 10 years. And after that, you don't have to make it anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that it's it, it's that simple. It's that same same type of thing. And, you know, it, it certainly wouldn't take a lot of thought if somebody came to you and said, hey, you keep making you know your mortgage payment or make a ten dollar a month more mm-hmm. more payment on your mortgage and after ten years you don't gotta pay it anymore. Yeah. That'd be that's you wouldn't easy, have to think about math. that, would you? No. No. No, not really. No. I don't even have to. You know, I know Margie <laughs> doesn't have to because she handles right. all the finances for uh for JS Brown company. So she's in charge of all of that good stuff. So yeah, I know if she's making decisions like this, it's a good one. <laughs> I'm always looking for a way to save. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, good. I'm glad to hear that. You just got job security. So <laughs> I'm always looking for a way to save. It's our motto. It's on our license plate and everything. That's great. So are there, are there other means of harnessing energy that you guys have other than just solar panels? Uh, not that we do. We do, okay. we, you know, we, we do one thing and we do it better than anybody else Narrow does. and deep. Yeah. Yep. We, uh, you know, because there's, there's a, a really big market for it. You know, anybody who has a, an, an electric bill, um, but, you know, the answer to your question that you asked a little bit earlier, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, that's sort of a, a, a broad question. And, you know, the answer that we have, you know, used to be we install solar panels on people's houses. And, you know, now it's, well, most of our customers, people who end up being customers come to us for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. They're either they want to they want a way to save some money. They want to be more energy independent. 
uh, or they just have a, 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 a thought of doing what they can do for, for the environment to be as, as clean as they can. And, you know, that's the great thing with solar is you've got, there's a solution for all those people with, with solar. So, you know, we, we, we've been able to tap into different markets and different thoughts, you know, thinking about what other motivations there might be for doing solar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's certainly, you know, helped our business and widened, uh, you know, widened our market because we do all those type of things with, with one product. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, you have them on your house? I do. Yeah, I do. Yep. And you know, it's now my house. Thank goodness, huh? That yeah, would have been awkward. No kidding. That would have been a, a, a weird thing to. <laughs> no, I have to, a windmill. To, yeah, right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, but you know, it's uh, on my house. Um, I actually probably have them in the worst, worst spot you could have. And my house faces north, south, mm. but I've got all these dormers on the front of my house, which is the south side. So I had to have some extra ones because I actually have them on the place where I said wasn't the best place to put yeah. them. <laughs> I've got them on the north side of my house, but yeah. uh, you know if if they're sixty five percent efficient back there, that's uh it's you know again when you see the numbers when you look at it, it still costs me less money to make electricity myself than to buy it from the utility. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So now do you have a Tesla? I do not have a Tesla. Um, I do. do Margie does. Margie does. Yes. I was Um, actually the the third house in the tri-state area to get one. In the state. Yeah. And we had these guys bringing in a crate and they were carrying it real careful. They asked us if we wanted to keep the crate and everything. It was, uh, but it's, talk about geeking out. The the Tesla battery is way cool. Yeah. So Tesla battery, not the Tesla car. Yes. She's referring to the the Tesla power wall. Yeah. The power. Yes, the power. That is geeky. I was talking about the car. Oh, Jeez. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> are a super geek. Opened up a can geek. of worms yeah. there, didn't uh, you? No kidding. So speaking of Tesla, you probably are familiar then with their solar roof shingle. I am. Yes. Yeah. So what's the story behind that? Uh, is well, this something that you'll expand and carry that kind of product? It, it's something that's still in testing right, right. now. Um, you know, I'm not sure when or if it'll come to the to the mass markets. Um, you know, what it is, is, is just that it's, it's solar shingles, it's shingles on your roof. Um, a company Dow chemical came out with a similar type product Mm -hmm. before that didn't have any, that did not have success with it because, you know, with a solar shingles or with solar panels in general, you know, they're, they're generally wired in series and they're strung together and, and to make a, a complete circuit. And, you know, the, the solar shingles are much smaller than a solar panel. Well, if, a solar shingle becomes shaded or if there's a failure in that solar shingle, you know, it's, it's very difficult to track down where a point of failure might be like if there's Christmas tree lights, right? If there's, <laughs> if there's 10,000 shingles up there yeah. as opposed to 30 solar panels. So, you know, I know that's one of the things that they're working on. Um, you know, the cost of them are, are much, much higher than yeah. what the solar panels are. Sure. Now, not to say anything about it. We, you know, we're Tesla's only certified installer, in Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, so they they make great products. I love their products, but there's some stuff that they that they're still working out with that. Um, you know, the cost associated with doing the shingles as opposed to traditional solar panels are are probably three times the cost. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you're if you're in an area that has really high electricity rates and aesthetics are are something that's very important to you, um, you know, it, it may be something that may be feasible. Uh, but in Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, where our energy rates hover between ten and twelve cents a kilowatt hour, mm-hmm. it's a you know it's a it, it's a 
tough nut to crack for, for what we're doing right now. Yeah. A lot of good information today. And I appreciate both of you being on the show, Margie, to share your personal experience with, with having the product. Zach driving up from Cincinnati to be here just to chat a little bit about the product. No doubt you're passionate about it. No, it's great. Um, you know, I, I, this, this drive is no big deal. I'm from Newark, Ohio, which is yeah. about, uh, I'd say 20, 25 minutes from here over to the east. Oh, you so. drive fast. Yeah. That's my, that's my <laughs> kind of guy right that, there. I guess that's how I got yeah. up here from Cincinnati yeah. when, when I did too. So, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I always enjoy coming up here and any chance I get to talk about what we do and, and to try to get people to understand that, that, you know, what they're doing, they're already buying solar panels. It's just whether or not they're going to own it. And yeah. that's what, uh, yeah. that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. It's very good. It's a no brainer to me. You're either going to pay for the solar panels or you're going to pay the electricity or electric company. So you choose. I don't want to pay EP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to. Yeah. I've done enough of that. <laughs> you don't have to. At least you don't have to pay him as much. Now, I don't know how well, much have room to pay you have him to on be your a roof, customer. Yeah. That's right. right. You won't have to pay him as much. Yes, yeah, I can tell right. you that much. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, have a safe drive back. And Margie, I'll see you uh, around the water cooler. That sounds good. Well, thanks, thanks, Bryce. Yeah, thanks. It's, All right. uh, it's been awesome. Well, every week we cover great topics here on Above Grade, and we hope that you're enjoying our podcast. Please remember to send us your requests for topics or any interesting stories about remodeling experiences you may have had possibly be invited on the show because of that. If you want to stay uh, connected with us, be sure to do that through jsbrowncompany.com. You can download our uh, above grade podcast or you can go to iTunes and listen to it as well. Still can't get enough construction mumbo jumbo. Be sure to tune in to From Our House to Your Home, their modeler showcase with Frog Hauling every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. on Sunny 95. Until next week, this is Bryce Jacob wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.